0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Turf Talk. Racing is back after a weekend off the nightmare equine flu virus meaning No racing at all this weekend, so we didn't get the Betfair, we didn't get the Denman. There this weekend at Ascot now, we'll be re- previewing all of that Ascot card as well as a Grand National Trial at Haydock. Sat next to me, as per usual, is Wreck-It Ralph himself, Big Jimbo Watson. How are you doing, mate?
1: Fine, I'm, I'm happy now that the news broke last night that Racing is now returned. Yeah, and the
0: pace of Don Polo.
1: And it, well, it was a long wait between half ten and uh, twelve o'clock last night. Around yeah. 11.21 I recorded. Right. So,
0: can't wait for it to come back. I mean, the official entries are out quite yet for the Denman and the Betfair hurdle. We ran through. Our fancies for those races in the last podcast, if you want to, go and have a listen, see what we have to say about them. Uh, that's available on all podcast apps and SoundCloud. Uh, Jim, we'll just reiterate for ourselves. We both thought Clanders Oboe was the bet to beat Native River in the Denman.
1: Yeah, uh, at 6-4 to four at the time was the perfect price, I thought. and um, Native River was 4-5, to five and coming off his King George win... I, I did. We both did think that Clondisborough was the horse to beat.
0: Yeah, it te- takes a brave man to back a horse odds on to beat a horse who beat him the time before. You know, it's a, it takes a brave man to do that. And we are we are we had quite similar thoughts to the uh, to the Betfair hurdle. It's a race that novices traditionally do very mm. well in. I'm a big fan of Getaway Trump. He was my likely winner, but you quite like Leon Cavallo, Yeah, at a big price.
1: I thought fourteen to one was a very generous price. He had decent juvenile form when he was a only a baby with uh, John Ferguson. And then now he's with Dr. Richard Newland, who always progresses his horses. And I, d- I did think that 14-1 to 1 was some good value, although I was with you with Getaway Chump. I thought he was a cracking bet, although 4-1 to 1 was slightly short slightly for me. Slightly
0: skinny, yeah. Uh, we'll get stuck in now to the races that were meant to be this Saturday. Starting with the Ascot Chase, the big grade one of the weekend, waiting patiently. He's had a bit of a frustrating year since he's won since he won this last season. But he heads a bit in at seven to four. Jim, he's the right favourite.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh he was brought down in the King George by Bristol Demai that Zobo went on to win. And he is six out of seven on chase starts now. Uh Including in this last season. Including winning this race last season as well. He's been oddly trained and and I'm on the on the fence and I'd be willing to oppose him. Really? I'm, yeah. If I'm being honest, because I'm not sure, maybe it's the way he's been trained and he doesn't run often, and he's been waited patiently, nice pun there, but I'm not sure, I'd rather go for something like Politologue, who is jocked up with Sam Twiston-Davison, who gets on very well with him, I think three mile found it too sharp last time in the King George, and return to two mile five should be more up his street, and I think he... Be a cracking bet at the minute is roughly three to one, five to two.
0: I can't believe it. I think waiting patiently is a cracking bet. Yep. The thing with him is we don't know what his ceiling is. He could be an absolute top class monster. Mm. He really could be on what he's shown us so far. We already know he's a Grade One winner. He's a very very good racehorse, mm. but we haven't quite hit the ceiling with him. Mm. I just think everything's in his favour with this along yeah, Stasis trip is a proper Grade One horse. And I, I, I can see, I can see the case. But if if you were to look at wh- which one of these could be a horse we talk about in twenty five years, it won't be Pulleylog, and it won't be surname, it won't be top notch. It could be waiting patiently. But it
1: could be Fox Norton. Who, could it be? Who weaved, we've we've talked Fox Norton up quite a bit.
0: Oh yeah, but we're not going to be going 25 years old, Fox Norton, what a great horse he was.
1: Well, his second behind Altior was a decent return to action after being off for nearly two years, and that was a good enough run for me, and he is 7-1 at the minute, which could be the value price, I think, Uh, but Fox Norton could... For me, Fox Norton, waiting patiently, and Politologue the main three.
0: Really? Well, go on, let's talk a bit more about Politologue, Jim. And, uh, he's, he's, he won ask Ascot on his seasonal reappearance, oh, evidently a non stayer in the King George. Do you just put a line through that run? Put or a line I...
1: completely through that run. He was up there uh, for the majority of the race. He did end up finishing fourth, but he got beat a fair distance, 16 lengths, 17 lengths almost. Uh, but he was held up, he came through the race, he made a slight error, if I remember rightly, and, and then was ridden along and just failed to find anything under pressure and I, I do think that that run was almost a try at three miles, if he doesn't stay we'll go for the Ryanair, if he did stay we'll go for the Gold Cup and he's got to go for the Ryanair now
0: Yeah, I mean, he <coughs> won the Mellon Chase as well last season which is over, a, well it's only over one furlong shorter than this trip but, uh, We've not talked about waiting uh, sorry, top notch yet who is uh, Really, really, really likable performer. Goes out, gives his running every time. He's not far off the best of these.
1: But the thing is that Nicky Henderson's come out this morning, and all his horses have not had jabs at, at the correct time. And I think Top Notch is possibly one of them.
0: Is it? I don't think. Yes, you might be actually be right there, Jim. And I, I think you are. Yeah. I don't think he'll be able. I to I don't run. think
1: he'll line up because of that. But he was. I was very impressed with him in the Listed Chase last time. When beating Black and Black Corn flew on that day and he, he smashed Charbel. And he's such a likeable sort. He, he's ultra consistent. His opening start of the season was behind Paisley Park in the Long Walk hurdle, which was a cracking performance to so say he got smashed around. And I, I do like Top Notch, but I don't think he'll run in this.
0: No, in fact, he, he won't be allowed to. He's, he's not been vaccinated, so he won't be allowed to. Surname uh, look like a group horse in a handicap. When winning, when winning at Ascot last month, this is a group race. He's four to one. He's been thrown in with skinny? the big boys,
1: hasn't he? Uh, he he won by twenty-one lengths, beating Do It for the Village, and uh, and that field always sort of seemed to run against each other in these big handicaps, and different results seem to happen. And he led all the way, and I was very impressed with surname. But this is top-class racing, and. I'm not sure that he's quite up to this level, in my opinion.
0: I mean, would 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 you would you be able to give a chance that you can make excuses for when he's being beaten? Yeah, you know, he was only a neck of terror for in the silly Isles last season, and you you look at right his seasonal reappearance, two miles was far too sharp for him. Yeah, uh, up at Car- up at Carlisle. M- maybe less so, but this is the course and distance of a race he bullied mm. a good a good field of season handicappers in last time out i do think 4 to 1 skinny though i can i can give him a chance but you've got you know pollitag who's a you know two time grade 1 winner mm. you know it's, it's waiting patiently is unbeaten mm. when standing up He's got work to do, in my opinion, to catch up. I couldn't back him at four to one.
1: Completely with you there. Interesting, abolitionist is in this. I, I quite like him for the national.
0: It's the new rule, isn't it? That they have to get a run over fences that yeah. season.
1: And could be clever in running him in this because the weights are due to be announced as we're recording on the Tuesday this afternoon, and he will have already had his mark. So running him in this high competitive grade two mile five may. It's not his favourite trip, is it?
0: No, but, he'll get absolutely spanked.
1: But he's had a run over fences, and he'll be perfectly well handicapped to go and romp home in the national.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can see that. I mean, it's it's a very canny Dr. Richard Newland preparation. Yeah. Give him a warm up over hurdles, which he won. He he'll be outclassing this. It's not his trip. Mm. Two mile five. He's a stay of his abolitionist. He's, mm. he's finished third in an Irish national. Mm. And also, he's never been a Grade 1 horse. But, yeah, it's a decent little point, that Jimbo. Aso he's in this as well. He's been brilliant since we're coming back from injury. He, he has. not an, wins.
1: And winning that Grade 3 last time was very impressive, I thought. And he just ground it out from the front that day. I backed Happy Diva. I was all over Kerry Lee's mare and just carried on rallying. If you look, though, at Happy Diva's run last time behind surname... Happy Diva was third, beating twenty-one and a half length. So if you equal that up, and I know it, it it's not the right thing to
0: not always collateral, it don't always yeah. fill form like that. But yeah, but
1: surname absolutely spanked Happy Diva last time, and this time, the, the just between the form of Happy Diva makes me go slightly off a so.
0: I really like him. He, I, I, I think he's he's his place in this line. He was third Kevin. in the
1: Ryanair, wasn't he, two years ago?
0: Yeah, and he's done not nothing wrong. You know, winning a top, top handicap off top weight on New Year's Day at Cheltenham last time. I really like ASO's attitude. Mm-hmm. I, I I think he's just uncomplicated and straightforward, mm. and he he does what you ask of him. No quirks about him. He. Again, he's got a bit of work on, you know, to to get to the same level as waiting patiently. or pull it along. But mm. look, he's, he's hurt his place in the lineup. Charbel, he's, he's had a good year. He's had a good year, but was
1: slightly disappointing behind Top Notch last time. I thought Top Notch took him on early, would you say? Yeah. And earlier than expected, because Top Notch is a real... Hold on, horse. I thought, and sort of put him off his stride. His jumping wasn't up to scratch. I didn't think last time, Sharbell Although previously he had demolished the field at Huntingdon when winning what is used to be called the Peterborough yeah. uh, by eight lengths and, and beat an ageing field. I thought, but I was very impressed with him that day.
0: Yeah, he, he was. He was a horse I've, I've been quite a big fan of for a long time, especially when he was. He gave Altior a bit of a scare when he fell in the Arkle. Yeah. Things didn't go right for him last season, did no. they? I, I I I was almost thinking of him being a fringe player in the Champion Chase going yeah. into the start of last season. I was kind of thinking, well, maybe Shabell is just a much better horse than we thought. Nothing went well for him last year. Mm. This season, bounced back, biggest win of his career yeah. in the Peterborough. Look, you, you you can back you can back Charbel at
1: tens. I'd rather back Sharbell at tens than back surname at fours.
0: I agree completely. I I, I think he's fairly overpriced there
1: yeah it'd be worth an each way pun.
0: yeah it would But it's, it's a really really fascinating race for me waiting patiently is the one they've all got to beat you know proven course and distance form unbeaten when standing up and he has been handled very patiently by the Jeffersons you know didn't take him to Cheltenham last season it's almost as if it's just um, almost because he's, he didn't go to Cheltenham last season I don't think he's got the credit he deserves mm. from some quarters you know
1: I- i'm th- certainly one of them people who was never really credited for what he's actually done he won this race last year impressively and then because he doesn't run at the big festivals well he, ra- he runs at aintree I-, I he's always just seems to go off my radar and and that's probably why there's this slight negative in the back of my mind that's saying i don't fancy him for this he's, he's the one for me
0: though jim your selection
1: I'm going to go uh stick with the consistent sort, and he'll definitely run his w- race.
0: Yeah, that's a nice one. There's a grade two novice chase on the card as well, the Reynolds Town over three miles, a big trial for the RSA. Uh, Santini is another one of the Henderson horses who isn't going to be allowed to run this weekend, which is a, which is a bit of a shame, really, considering he's the ante-post favourite for the RSA. Uh, you've got Topville Ben, Yoltare... Mr. Malarkey, Jimbo's all favourite. Now McGinty, and then bigger prices. Glen Rock, crucial role. Uh, without Santini, it's not a great race, is it?
1: No, not really. And, and if you look at previous winners of All Boy, Vita de Rock, Big, Big Bad John, and last year's winner was Black Corton. That Black Corton sets quite high standard. If you on last year's renewal.
0: All Boy went on to win the RSA.
1: Yeah, and and then has sort of gone off the rails since then, hasn't hasn't yeah. he? And this race. It's disappointing that we won't see Santini run, and I'd be willing to give Crucial Role another go. Oh, and, don't say and that. It, and it pains me to say it, but I, it was disappointing last time. Burst of blood vessel. Burst a blood vessel, but...
0: He's done that before, though, hasn't I, he?
1: I know, and it's always on the bigger days. Glenn Rocco is interesting. He looks like a proper grand national horse in the next couple of years, and he, he beat the field by 23 length at Kempton on the 12th of January, and I think that was a really good performance, owned by Jeremy Kyle and partners, and I do think that in the future he could be a serious grand national horse, although Lewis will tell me OK Corral would spank him.
0: Uh, OK Corral will spank him. OK Corral would be in the RSA if he ran in it.
1: But now McGinty is a horse that you're very interested in.
0: He was a good hurdler. He, he was rated a, officially rated 143 over hurdles. He was a, a pretty good handicap hurdler. He's already reached a similar level over fences. That was a good race he won at Chepstow last time. Bit, you know, Darasha ca- Captain Cattystock. Jimbo's old horse, is uh, of Slow, was, oh, was well don't behind. Don't insult him like that. Schefters of Slow, and the slowest horse on earth. Even slower than Kalashnikov. Uh, he's in there. Topville, Ben, without Santini, will head the market.
1: He's won, interesting. If,
0: won, yeah, won both his chase starts. If, if you like look at bit. the
1: anti post field now, he's 9-2. to So if you back him now at 9-2 to and we know that Santini's not going to run, he could be an absolute steal at that price. Uh, he, he was impressive when winning at Weatherby last time on, on in the novice chase, beating Red Rising by 46 lengths. And I, I was impressed that day by his jumping. He, he jumped beautifully. And he will definitely run. He's jocked up. And I think he could run a very good race.
0: Yeah, Yoltari for uh Vinicius Williams as well. He's another one, three chase starts, won one of them, came down last time though. Again, it doesn't have one shouldn't have too much to find with Top Bell Ben on how good they were over hurdles. Mm. I mean I, I, without Santini, you're probably looking at the best the best hurdler of these being now McGinte. Mm. It's just how much of these horses like Topville, Ben, and Yeltari, who were rated in the 130s over hurdles, how much improvement they found as chasers. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, 130s hurdlers improving into chasers, Dynamite Dollars is out of the Arkle. Devastated. Jimbo's big plan. Oh, Out out with injury. Not uh, crying
1: the whole of yesterday evening, just thinking about it. I was devastated. He's out for the season. I hope he's okay and fighting fit for next season because. He could give Altyar a worry.
0: <laughs> uh, possibly the silliest thing Jim's ever said on this podcast. Uh, also, Sizing John as well, we'll just give him a mention. Also, out for the season. Again, things just haven't been plain sailing for him since he won the Gold uh, Cup.
1: And it's similar to a bit like Colney Green. And maybe we might have seen it sort of with Mike Bite this year that that Gold Cup takes so much out of them and then they're gone. And it's sad to see that Sizing John... Yeah,
0: you think a horse is gone after one bad run, though.
1: Yeah, but if you if you look at Coney Gree and Sizing John, they ran outstandingly well in the Gold Cup, and maybe that took the stuffing out of them. And it could be the same with Mike Bite, although he did finish second. Didn't
0: Sizing John win that Punches
1: He did. He won after, the after Irish after, yeah. he won,
0: after, after he won the Gold Cup. He did. Can't have taken that much out of him, then, Jimbo. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> well, obviously that that extra run could have.
0: To uh, we'll, we'll get back to talking about the Reynolds Town, Mr Malarkey, quite prominent in the betting for the uh, the four miler. He's won two of his free chase starts last time at Newbury in a handicap. I was Again, very impressed
1: last time. Yeah,
0: but I I, I I understand where you're coming from completely. It's just a bit of a rubbish grade two. Yeah, it's, it's a weak
1: grade two. Uh, and something like Crucial Role could pick it up although it was a weak grade, Two last time. At I Hurdle. think it
0: was stronger than this. Do you think? Big time, yeah. And what they achieved over hurdles... Jerry's Slate, back. Jerry well, Slate, House and LeBroy were better hurdlers than these. Yeah. B- barring now McGinty, mm. who who's my idea of the winner of this, yeah. just on the basis of strong stayer, and he, he's still got scope to progress over fences.
1: For me, it'd be Topville Ben. I, I was impressed last time at Weatherby. He absolutely demolished the field and made all. And he, he could get, could possibly get away from it from the front on his own. R- Rio Quinto could probably be the the main challenger. And now McGuinty likes to race prominently, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's a fair shout, Jimbo. Uh, the next race we'll talk about is a race called, uh, the Swinley Chase, listed handicap at Ascot. Tends to throw up a decent winner. This, it, it's been used. En route to Grand Nationals a few times in the past. They bet for it. Janica Fives, Glen Rocco and Gold Present, both sixes. We don't know which race Glen Rocco is going to turn up in. Rakers Island and Black Cotton Eights. And Captain Chaos, Yanworth
1: entered. He's also entered at here, as He is, as well. in the Rendlesham. So he might not even turn up here. No,
0: single-farm payment as well. Then bigger prices, Regal Encore, Calypto, Sky Pirate, Coney Green. Art Maresk looks not like Brian favorito books it's a really really interesting it's a really nice
1: race corny gree janica black carlton and manila rocco all add this top class element to it i think they're all decent yardsticks corny gree won the gold cup and we've talked about early on in the podcast and janica i was pleased with his run last time behind Sir oh, big time! Uh, he ran better than i was expecting Although he was five to two favourite on the day, and he got b- beat by Hell's Kitchen, and, and sometimes Hell's Kitchen's on a going day, and sometimes he's not. Jonnyca's a really nice sort, and I do think that could improve.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Step up to three miles for Jonnyca will that play to his strengths?
1: Yeah, I do think so. He, he was looked one pace when at Cheltenham last time, I thought, and I do think three miles could
0: be more his bag. Yeah, that's the fair shot. I mean, we've talked about Glenn Rocco already uh, on this pod. Would would this race be more suitable than the Reynolds Town?
1: I think I'd go for the Reynolds Town. I'd try and get that grade it's two. It's a weak one, isn't it? Yeah, I'd try and get that grade two black type and go, and, and then you can say, I've won a grade two. They don't need to know it was a weak one, do they? Rather than win this listed, although it is a listed race. Grade two, though. You go for I'd go for the grade two.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- th- this would probably be a little bit more of a measure of how good Glen Rocco is mm. against some more seasoned performers and some good seasoned performers. Gold Present, always looked like he's had a big one in him, but his horse I've never really taken to.
1: Since he he won the Lavazza Silver Cup, didn't he, at uh, Ascot last year, and he rocketed straight into my Grand National book. And I really fancied him. And then on the day, I thought...
0: Didn't he didn't end up
1: running? Yeah, he didn't end up running. But at the time, I was thinking, he's not for me in the end. And his he, third at Ascot was a decent run behind Politologan Logan Charbell. He beat Benatar. But then last time, it was too bad to be true, when in going in the same renewal of the race as he won last year, and he was ninth when Valtor won. So he's a course and distance winner, but Nicky Henderson's horses again... He probably hasn't been vaccinated. So Do
0: we know that? I, 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 know, I know Nicky's put a tweet out listing the horses.
1: Well, I'd presume that if his main ones haven't been vaccinated, that the lesser ones haven't. That's what I'm sort of presuming.
0: Well, it's about the ones in the last six months, isn't it? So it's about who's had the, their shots recently. Uh, he, he doesn't appear on the list, Gold President, of the list of horses who can't run. He doesn't appear on the list of horses who can though
1: we're still unsure at this moment in time because it's not even been 24 hours since the BHA released it It was released the rule so we're still on unsteady ground at the minute
0: Regal Encore won this last year and he's one who'd catch my eye he's not a horse I'm a particularly big fan of
1: he's a mud lover isn't he
0: if I'm honest yeah but he's a pretty decent mud lover when he gets his act together yeah you know it's just when he's good, he's pretty good. When he's bad, he's quite bad. Yeah, it's it's almost about which regal encore turns up. But this is a sort of race, you know, warmed up qualifying for a pretense on his seasonal reappearance. Behind
1: and abolitionist.
0: Yeah, R- I I th- I think he's got to shout. Me running you, well in this.
1: Uh, you you could say that. He would. Yeah, you you put it up perfectly, and he, it'd be interesting to see if the market comes for him. Because if the market comes for him, it, it'll have a serious chance because JP McManus, if his horses are going to win, they have a big gamble on
0: Yeah, I mean, Coney Gree, former Goal Cup winner, what chance would he give him? I, I liked what he did at Cheltenham at the start of so the season. So was
1: I and he got the rapturous applause as he came into the parade ring, to stand in front of the third place mark and I was impressed, he, he looked, he didn't look comfortable at any stage of the King George, I thought, he, he, he did lead and he just weakened and then unseated Sean Bowen in the latter stages of the race. He, this could be a race that he could win, and I could be interested in Coney Green if he finds any form of old.
0: Another another Grade One winner that I'm really interested in. For this, in fact, probably my selection is Black Corton. Yeah, obviously won on this card last year, last year in the Reynolds Town, barring flopping slightly in the Hennessy. Well, the the Ladbrokes Trophy. What he's called now? I think he's had a fairly, fairly decent year. You know, second in the Charlie All behind Definitely Red, who is just a better horse than these lot nowadays. Mm-hmm. And then it ran quite well behind Top Notch over a over a trip that is unsuitable for him. He, t- you know, he's a three miler black cotton, yeah, not a two and a half miler. And the fact that he managed to, f- he still finished ahead of Charbell over Charbel's distance symbolises to me he's in. Really good heart at the minute. A mark, a mark of one should shouldn't be beyond him. And I'm quite confident with Black Cotton for this, ad, I think.
1: A horse I'm quite confident in is Jewel at Dawn. Now, his form figures don't exactly wow you with 7 and 9 this season so far. But carrying 10 stone, which is nothing in this handicap. If you go back to some of his novice chase form, he was second in the Hampton Court listed race at Warwick behind Miss Parfois. And also, he was second behind Sizing Tennessee at Cheltenham, and Sizing Tennessee he went on to win the Brooks Trophy. So,
0: I, they're, they're, they're small-field novice s- chasers. Surely they don't have almost any bearing whatsoever a, on events like this.
1: He was held up last time in the
0: classic chase. Classic
1: chase, and I don't think that suits him. I think he wants to be ridden from the front or near the, near to the pace. And I do think Ten Stone is nothing, and if. A a jockey with a low claim, he he could even try and get John Joe O'Neill Jr. on, take another five off, and that could be useful. I I like Julel at dawn. He's a a very nice type and could be dangerous off 10 stone.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll give a mention to, it seems like I do every time he's entered, but single-farm payment, (laughs) who is just a model of consistency in races like this, finds it hard to win. But, you know... You'd be pretty certain he'd be there or thereabouts in a race like this, you know, just consistent. Even if he does struggle to get his head in front sometimes, I mean the fascinating one is Yanworth. Yeah, obviously, he's also entered in the Rendlesham over hurdles at Haydock on the same day. If he turned up in this back over fences, what chance would you give him? I'd, I'd quite
1: like him. But I'm edging towards the fact that he won't run in this. Uh, if you look at some of his form, didn't he go off favourite for the champion hurdle when Bouvedere won? Was that the year?
0: He wore the first colours, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. He was two-to-one favourite when Bouvedere won the champion hurdle back in 2017. And he won the Dipper, beating Sizing in Tennessee, now th- and Willoughby Court. Now, the form since then has looked strong, I think, and... I do like Yanworth but his sixth in the Stayers hurdle was disappointing and he do, he does have the occasional tendency to just flop and
0: yeah he's look he's a horse I was all over him when he won the uh no when he when he ran in the uh, what's now the Ballymore yeah uh Yorkill won that yeah. that year I was all over him. I thought he was something special, and there is still a little bit of star quality about Yanworth. You know, he's won. I say he's gone a favourite for a champion hurdle. You know, he's won an Aintree hurdle. He's a proper, proper top class horse. But is I'm I'm not even going to say is there a screw loose? Just is is there even a screw there anymore? Because <laughs> you know, is he has has Yanworth's head ever been in it? Yeah. You know that that that's the question mark, and I've had that all the time of him. I I, I really really like him. Mm-hmm. In fact, he's one of my favourite horses in training. But I can completely see why people don't like him.
1: Yeah, he could be dangerous off uh, ten stone thirteen and off a marker one four eight because he could he could have been that potential superstar, couldn't he?
0: Oh yeah, well his peak, he's uh, got a peak hurdles rating of hundred and sixty four. Mm-hmm. He's running in a. He'd be running in a handicapped chase off 1-4-8 in this. He could be the best handicapped horse of the, well, almost all year. Yeah. The thing is, does it, he does he actually care?
1: Is his head in the game? Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you think he'll go for the hurdle?
1: I think he'll go for the hurdle. We might as well touch on that now. Haydock where?
0: Yeah, we'll move over to Haydock now. Pretty
1: decent card to be honest, and the Rendlesham takes centre stage. Donna's Diamond won this race last year uh, when beating Agripa and does Donna's Diamond want the ground to be soft to heavy or bottomless oh,
0: it was a crap race last year wasn't
1: it, it was i, I bet Donna's Diamond I went last year rubbish and race last year I got 12 to 1 and it was awful renewal and this year Absolutely outshines it. There's, there's yeah, for me, there's interesting types in this. Late View Lad coming back from novice, uh, chasing back to hurdles is interesting. Yanworth's in it. Uh, If you say runs a horse that's looked like he needs to step up, she needs to step up in trip.
0: But isn't you know this is a grade two. We're looking at grade two field. Klein is consistent and runs well in this sort of races, and he's better than most of these, I reckon. I mean, another absolutely fascinating one is Kilcooley, yeah, who we've not seen for almost three years.
1: Yeah, when pulling up in the the Ryanair World Hurdle, thistle
0: cracks. Yeah, it was a World Hurdle last time he ran. We'd not, but we've we'd not seen Kilcooley. But he beat Rock on, beat
1: beat Rock on Ruby in the West Yorkshire Hurdle by thirteen lengths before going on to the Stayers Hurdle and. I do think that Kilcooley's interested in this, but it'll take some performance, training, performance to get him back fit.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Bar in Yanworth, who is the best of these lot, even if he's not particularly trustworthy, he's the best of these lot. Kilcooley'd be clear second best on his old form. Mm -hmm. You know, he's won the National Spirit. He's won the West Yorkshire Hurdle. You know, he, he was a he was proper up to this level, but that was three years ago, mm. and he's not ran since. Yeah. You know, y- y- you have to worry about what problems he's had, but great to see him entered, and it'll be cracking to see a, a horse who was going the right way as as a youngster. You know, he, he's still only nine. You know, so it's not inconceivable that he's still running to a similar level. Mm. But yeah, it takes a big performance for Cooley to win this but I, I am I am glad he's in uh, to see him entered Yanworth wins this for me if he runs I'm
1: completely with you there Yanworth if he runs he wins but be nice to see Kilcooley back
0: yeah Klein as well I've, I've got to give him a mention because if Yanworth goes to the chase at Ascot I think Klein is the one they've got to
1: beat he's a proper Haydot lover and I do yeah. think that this could be a race where he could be prominent
0: uh, the Victor Lodorum Juvenile Hurdle traditionally throws up a good one. That's the next race on the card at Haydock as well. Uh, it's quite a good field. Prebeni, Keldestan, Torpillo, Capone, Petit Palay. There's a lot of really interesting horses in this, as well as you know, Fanzio, who's trained by Richard Hobson, and Tom Simons, song for someone both from smaller Yards. I mean, is it a match between Keldestan and Torpillo?
1: Well, you, you could think that, and you're a massive fan of Kale Dastan. Uh, the form has since been backed up with Ajali's. Well, not I wouldn't say backed up, but no, Ajali. If, if
0: anything, it's taken a knock,
1: yes, surely. Uh, because Fakir Duderi demolished him at Cheltenham in the Triumph Hurdle trial, 16 and a half lengths in the end, and Kale Dastan is a, a scrapper.
0: Yeah yeah look I, I, Stan's never ever going to be the sort of horse to beat anyone by more than five lengths. Mm. That's just not the sort of animal he is. but yeah, I, I understand completely where I, I you know I, I've backed him each way for the triumph mm. on the basis that it's a rough it's it tends to be a rough race and a horse like Calderstan. You know, it's it's pr- probably more suited to it than ones who might be more talented than him, mm. but just don't quite have that physical or mental attributes needed for a race where you'll get barged about like the triumph.
1: Yeah, a horse in, I- in a
0: race like this, it him or it's. You know, we already kind of know where Keldestan is. He's yeah. probably not going to be competing for the Champion Hurdle next season.
1: Yeah, I'm with you
0: there. Yeah, you know, he'll be the he'll be ones he'll be one running in good handicaps and picking up the odd grade too, similar to Global season. Yeah, that's probably the level he'll be running that next year. Top Pillow could be very, very good indeed, though. Yeah, I mean, what do you make of him, Jim?
1: Well, he, he demolished the field, didn't he, last time at Sandown and he is three from three now he brought another one brought over from France Muneer and Suede. we know Muneer and Suede's record in the triumph hurdle they, they like to have runners in them and slowly progress and we have a dream er uh, overall Torpedo could be anything and would he need soft ground heavy ground oh, he's, he's a lot of his forms on heavy and soft well his only form
0: yeah. <sighs> I mean, it, 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 it might play in the back of your mind, but the, the impression he's created on both his starts is that he's very, very, very good. Yeah. It, it's it's an interesting little race, because you've got a horse who sets a good standard mm-hmm. in Keldestan. His ceiling might not be that high, though. Yeah. Torpillo hasn't achieved as much as Keldestan yet, mm-hmm. but his ceiling looks to be much, much, much higher. I'd probably be with Pillow, even though I've backed Keldestand for the Triumph. And it wouldn't surprise me if Keldestand got beaten in this and went on to place in the Triumph. Yeah.
1: It, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Because it's a rough sort of race Triumph, eh? yeah, and that could time. really suit him. Big time. Petit Palais is a horse I was impressed with on his debut at Ludlow. Trained by Tom George. Trained by Tom George, and used to be trained by John Gosden, and is also a half-brother to Galileo Gold, which I found interesting. I think that... Something like the Fred Winter could suit Petit Palais. And although Miranda's going to win it, Petit (laughs) Palais is a very nice sort and I do think could progress further than top class races. Not top class races, but just the average, better than an average handicapper.
0: Uh, Interesting. Uh, I'll just give a mention as well to Capone from Charlie Mann. Uh, Ran in the German derby. Yeah. On the flat. Yeah. Training Germany on the flat. One last time out at Ludlow. Charlie uh, prob- prob- Mann prob- said prob- after
1: the race that wasn't his running. He's better than that. Yeah. Because
0: it's it. I I know there's not really been hype about Capone, but you there's know. Being word. Yeah. The the, the the vibes from the man yard is Capone's pretty good. Yeah. Not quite shown. I know he he won last time out you know, a length and a quarter at Ludlow from a decent enough horse called Metatron's Cube, but he's nowhere near this level. Mm. It's interesting. I, 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 he's He'd be a fascinating one to see, step up and see, you know, whether this word that they the, the, the really like this horse, whether, mm. whether this is true. Mm.
1: And it, it could be prominent here. F- overall opinion on the race for me? Top pillow, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm
0: the same, I think top pillow. But watch out
1: for Petit Palais uh, each way value. If there's eight runners, uh, decent price, I think. eight sixteen 16-1, 14-1, in my opinion, I'd price him up because the front two are well ahead, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and the next race on the card then is, of course, the William Hill Grand National Trial, the feature race at Haydock for the, uh, for the weekend. Uh, the bet for that, uh, Ramsey's the Tay for both 8-1 to joint favourites with eight-eight-eight. Uh, 8 Yalarenki, 9s, 10s, Bally Dine, Impulsive Star, Miss Parfois, 12s, and Klondike and Wakanda, 14s, Captain Chaos, The Two Amigos, Red Infantry, then 16s, Carol's Destrier, Bally Arthur, Bally Optic, Beware the Bear, Royal Vacation, and then bigger prices, The Remainder, which include 1 for Arthur and on Rouge, who are both entered in the Grand National. Uh, Jim... Your overall thoughts?
1: This is a very, very good race, and, and two horses that I really like, Robins Firth and Ramses Detay, head of the field. I was impressed by Robins Firth's run last time. He almost looked like he was thrown in at the last, when we were on Peter Marsh Day, in the Peter Marsh, sorry. And I, I like Ramses Detay's run against Elegant Escape in the Welsh Castle. I thought Ramses Detay had the beating of Elegant Escape that day, but obviously Elegant Escape found more. I, it's a really nice race, and Declon Dykes, a horse you like, and back for the Grand National, and he has winning form at Haydock, which yeah. interests me. He unseated earlier on after a nudge from Richard Johnson on uh, Robinsworth, just knocked him off as he jumped across him. Wakanda's in this as well. Now Wakanda's the Peter Marsh winner, so and Skybet winner it seems to be ticking off these. Yorkshire handicaps all the
0: good northern handicaps yeah. And, he's won basically and apart from this one
1: and I think that Wakanda still could have a serious chance in this 150's a, still a generous mark the,
0: the, f- the thing for me about Wakanda is is he an out and out stayer as much as these? don't get me wrong he's a thorough stayer at 3 miles Yeah, you know what I mean he's, he's not a speed 3 miler 3-4 though you look at this the Klondike's went over this trip Ramsey's the tay has been second in a Welsh national. Jarlarenki's won this last year. Royal Vacation won over 3-4 last time. You know, th- there are some proper out-and-out, out, you know, horses who w- would- wouldn't have any issue of going four miles mm. in this. And Haydocks, you know, it takes staying. Yellow That would be where my slight... Worry had come from with Wakanda, whether he's as strong a stayer as some of these. Well,
1: Jarlowenki beat the line in this last year by 54 lengths. It was absolutely bottomless ground I last two year. Finished. Well, Mr. E was third, wasn't Did he? Mr. E I finished third. the two of them finished. Um, So, course and distance winner. Jarlowenki will be consistent and will be there or thereabouts. But for me in this race, I'm going to stick with Robins Firth. I was impressed last time and I do think that giving Robinsworth another chance would be worth it and step up in distance even more from last time should suit him.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many of these I'd quite like to talk about a little bit. Jarl Orenke is a horse I've, I might have on. Well, I made a short list of 10 for the Grand National uh, last night. Jarl Orenke was on it. I just think he's is really, a really, really for a stale. You know, won at Bangor seasonal reappearance, then third in Welsh National. This you know won this race last year. It's a big ask off top weight, mm-hmm. but he, he he doesn't strike me as a sort of horse that that's badly handicapped. You know a mark of one five six is probably about where he's at nowadays. Optic's very good, just jumping is a major issue for him. Yeah. And again, if if he ironed out his jumping problems, I'd have him completely in mind for the Grand National. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for Arthur Jim he's not going to run did you want him to
1: retire he's not going to run because Lucinda Russell's horses haven't been vaccinated either are you sure 100% sure I've seen seen that this morning so he won't run I saw him schooling the other day and he he was jumping a lot better than what he did last time and I did say I wanted him to retire last time but it's always nice to see a Grand National winner just come out again and try and defy the odds of the rule of once you win a National you can't win another race again
0: yeah, Royal Royal Vacations is another one. I ordered, I had on my ten horse Grand National shortlist. Uh, I really like him. I, th- I think it was a really good race. He won up at Taunton last time. It was an interesting race that race because
1: there was the Last Samurai was in it and Vicente Tifa Two was stepping up in distance and Thomas Patrick ran a normal flat race, didn't he? I I was impressed with that run and i can see where you're coming from yeah, it was
0: a grade three and all but name that yeah the quality of the field and
1: colin tizard has got a serious junk hold on three mile plus stayers, chasing stay ch- staying chasers and i like royal vacation
0: yeah beware the bear won't run he's one of the ones Nicky henderson isn't allowed to run this weekend uh miss pathwire jim i know you're quite a big fan of her for a stayer, this is a sort of race that should suit
1: should, but I was very disappointed in the Ladbrokes Trophy. Something obviously was amiss. And if you go back to last season, all runnings in top-class races, uh, including when in the four-mile at Cheltenham behind Rathvinden, was unlucky that day. And, and nice to see Anthony Honeyball with a, a decent type. He's a, a less-known trainer at the top level, but he deserves better horses because he, he's a serious trainer.
0: Yeah, she's the sort of host who I'd have in a strong mind for this. Vier Leon Rouge. Uh, he's, I, I almost kind of think I can see him running better in the National this year. I know it, he's already David Pike's Army's out already. But no, look at the way he finished off the beacher. Oh. He's a stronger stayer now than he's ever been. Yeah. It just whether he wants a race as tough as the Grand National trial. Because it's. it's it can wreck horses Mm. it's a proper proper slog and you need a horse who you know isn't scared of a scrap in it Mm. it takes a lot out of them look at black lion not being the same since he ran in this red infantry is a horse who has all i've also backed for the national at 100 to one but he probably won't get in wouldn't be surprised if he ran a good race at this and out of the ones that bigger uh you know Uh, further down the weights are at bigger prices impulsive star classic chase winner last time out, surely must have a chance off the back of that.
1: Yeah and I thought that was a really good run, stayed strongly and that's what you need to do in this race and soft ground could be essential.
0: Yeah and also worth giving a mention to Bally Dine who I hope gets in the national I didn't have him on my shortlist because I don't think he will Mm. off a mark of 140 but He's Such an eye-catching ra- r- in the Peter Marshall's time smashed. when mashed yeah, taking trying to take the last fence at Haydock out, and uh, and staying on to finish third, he'd have a massive chance if turning up in this. I think looks to me like a forest day. Jim, your selection for the Grand National Trail. I know I've already said it. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with
1: Robbins Firth. Stick with Robbins Firth for me.
0: I- I'd just like to ask a question because he's not in the national.
1: Mm.
0: Sh- should this race be amended? So that only horses entered in the Grand National can run. Yeah. Is 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 it not? Is there nothing more irritating because, than
1: seeing a horse? Because last year's Yalarenki was the only horse in the field that wasn't entered in the National. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand is, your point. Is there, there. anything
0: more? It's fru- so frustrating seeing a horse hack up in this. Mm. You go, oh, Grand National Trial winner looks like a Grand National type, and then they're not in it.
1: Mm. You could, uh, Impulsive Star's the same. Oh, he's in it. Oh no, he? he's
0: not. No, sorry, he's not in the Grand National this season. No, you're right.
1: So, I thought that when he won uh, won the Classic.
0: Quite, quite. To be fair, it's quite a good feel This year, the vast majority of them are in. Uh, for me, I've backed the Klondike for the Grand National. I'd like to see him run well in this. Him and Royal Vacation would probably be my two. Mhm. Uh, is that everything from this week?
1: As far as we know, so far not unless the BHA release anything else so
0: yeah yeah we've managed to just about fill 45 minutes out with no action from last weekend (laughs) I think we've done alright there Jim (laughs) Uh, thanks a lot for everyone for listening obviously no eye catcher of the week last night this week because well unless anyone wants anything from Wolverhampton or (laughs)
1: Cagnes-sur-Mer
0: which I don't think you do (laughs) Flamingo Park Uh, thanks for everyone for listening Uh, we'll see you all next week see you later